I've got a free opportunity to work with me in a couple of weeks, so listen up, my love. If you're someone who's tired of being a people pleaser and letting others walk all over you, and you're ready to take action and start putting yourself first, then join my free five-day challenge where you will learn the exact steps to heal your inner child and grow into secure attachment in just five days. So starting June 21st, I will be going live every single day to deliver a workshop to you where you'll learn the exact inner child healing blueprint that's helped hundreds of my clients shed their old identities and step into their dream careers, goals, and relationships. Plus, you'll get a sneak peek into the Heal Your Inner Child Academy that launches in July as well. To sign up for this free five-day event, go to buygloriazang.com slash challenge or click the link in the show notes below. I am so excited to bring this to you and I hope to see you in the challenge. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. My name is Gloria Zhang. I am a psychotherapist and inner child coach and expert, and I'm so excited to have you here today. So if you've been teased or bullied about an insecurity that seems to be based on a real thing or a real fact about you, and you want to learn how to untangle shame around this, then definitely listen up to today's episode. Healing these insecurities is a huge integral part of inner child work. And I hear comments all the time for things like, well, Gloria, I don't know how to get over this insecurity if it's true, right? For example, if you're someone who's insecure about age and you are that age, how am I supposed to get over that insecurity if I actually am that thing that I'm worried about? And so today we're really diving in to tease apart the difference between the insecurity and the meaning that we attach to it. I do talk about my own family sometimes and well, my mom has done amazing at meeting me halfway and really improving our relationship through the years. But it definitely was not the case all the time. So with my mom, the way that she raised me was she believed that in order to protect me and train me to survive in this world, that she had to nitpick and criticize everything about me as if that would actually help improve me as a person. And I know a lot of you listening can probably relate to this as well. I remember just trying to be a kid sometimes and have my shirt untucked or have dirt on my shoes. And the second my mom saw those things, it made her so uncomfortable. She would comment on it right away, right? What are you doing? You know, put your shirt back in, you know, you're slouching over, you're walking funny. And sometimes my mom would actually make fun of me, make fun of the way that I walked or said certain things. And if I was scared about something or if I had social anxiety, my mom would nitpick at those behaviors such as you know me quieting my voice or slouching away rather than understanding why I was doing those things in the first place. So I definitely grew up with a lot of shame around these things 
And because of the way that my mom pinpointed every single thing that was out of line, things like commenting on if I blinked a bit too much on my hair, the way I sounded when I answered certain questions, and it led me to become so hyper aware of everything I was doing that of course I developed these insecurities and of course I developed so much anxiety around what other people thought of me because that's what my mom projected onto myself. And later on as an adult, after I began to heal that relationship with my mom and when she began to come to terms with her own stuff, you know, I also learned that that's the way that my mom was raised as well, right? It's generational and these are things that are passed down from one family to the next. And I'm very grateful to myself that I was able to break that pattern in my family. But of course, it also means that I had a lot of work to undo when it came to my own insecurities, right? Now, I also want to talk about insecurities when someone is intentionally trying to hurt you or bring you down. So I'm going to bring up this one example because I think it really relates to what I'm talking about here. In one of my earlier relationships, I was with someone who was quite verbally manipulative and uh, abusive to me. And one of the things I will never forget, which took me a long time to get over, was this person said to me, Hey, Gloria, I talked to my buddies and we all decided you're maybe a seven and a half, maybe an eight out of ten. But if you didn't have those love handles, then you would actually have a perfect hourglass and maybe you would have been a nine. This was an actual boyfriend that said this to me pretty awful, right? And of course, with all the things that happened in that relationship, you know, I know that this person really had to put me down in order for him to feel better about himself. But we're not going to go into that today. I'm going to use this example because it's so raw and so real to show you what really happens when people throw rocks at you. And that's the word I like to use with my own clients when it comes to untangling the insecurities that were created at the hands of someone else who is trying to hurt you. And I'm going to link it to the title of this podcast. And it's that that person's insult to me, it was based on a truth in a way, right? I mean, you know, my body is obviously not perfect, even if he was exaggerating about certain things. But what's important is that nobody is perfect. But when an insecurity like that is created, It's when a person takes facts about you and weaponizes them into insults to create a meaning about it. I've said this in an earlier podcast, but insecurities are not about those actual things. If insecurities were truly real, right, truly, truly real, then everyone would have the exact same insecurity. And we know that that's not true. I can tell you from my own work, I've worked with literally hundreds of clients. Some people are insecure that they're too short. Some people are insecure that they're too tall. Some people believe they can't find someone because they're undereducated. And some people believe they can't find someone because they're too educated and they're scaring people away. Some people are insecure about their hair color if it's too light or too dark or too straight or too short or too long. Some people worry that they're too young and they're not taken seriously. And some people are insecure about their age that they believe they're too old, right? It's all over the map. But the point is, is whatever insecurity you have, it's not about that thing, but it's about what that thing means to you. 
And it's about a deeper feeling of not enoughness that is already there. In fact, insecurities are a projection of our not enoughness. So if you already have a core wound, which is something I talked about in episode one, definitely go check that out. If you have a core wound and you believe you're not enough or you're not lovable or you're not worthy, you actually project that not enoughness onto these insecurities, right? It goes something like this. I'm not good enough. Oh, it must be because of my height or my skin or my nose or my weight or my education or my income level, right? It starts from there. So really all insecurities, every single insecurity is based on fact, but that's not why they're insecurities. They're insecurities because an awful person decided to take a fact about you, weaponize it, and turn it into a rock to throw back at you, and decided to make a connection, almost like to teach you a lie, that because you have X, Y, Z, it means that you're not good enough. Because you have X, Y, Z, it means that you're unworthy, or you're unlovable, or that this is something bad about you, or that this is something that is disgusting about you, or that this is something that will make you never able to find love or to succeed or to do any of the above. My love, it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's just indoctrination. And there are some people out there that derive their self-worth from bringing you down. And the only way that they can feel good or feel some sense of power is by controlling you in the way that you feel about yourself. They're so threatened, even just by the idea of you being okay, that they can't have that, right? that they had to tear you down somehow. That's the truth, okay? And I know it hurts. Believe me, I do. But I also know that you are capable of working through this because if you're listening to this podcast and you've heard my stuff for a while, you know that I don't do this surface level coping band-aid stuff. With all this inner child work, I'm really challenging you because I know you can do it to really encourage you to dive deep and think critically about all this. And today might be one of the hardest ones yet because I also hear all the time, I hear my clients say to me, well, Gloria, it's so easy to love other people, but I just can't do it for myself. And I'm here to tell you that that's not true. Okay? Yes, you can. You just think it's too hard because you're not used to it. You're just uncomfortable and unfamiliar with the feeling of being nice to yourself because it's new. That's it. It's like starting a brand new job, right? You've never done this before. Everything feels awkward and uncomfortable. But just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean that it's hard. What if you only think it's hard because no one has encouraged you to do this before? What if you only think loving yourself is hard because maybe you haven't given it a fair shot? What if you only think it's hard because you've never been taught how to do it? No, it's not been role modeled to you. You don't have an example in real life of someone who can actually show you how to do this. And what if being kind to yourself and accepting yourself was just like any other skill, like learning the multiplications or tying your shoes? What if it was just like that? So 
any thoughts that keep coming up of, I can't do this for myself. I can encourage others, but I can't encourage myself. Mm -mm -mm. It's just not true. You haven't given it a fair shot. And I know you can. I know you can because you've been listening this far. I'm recording. It's about 12 something minutes in and you're still listening. And you're still listening because there is a small part of you. It's a little flame in there. There's a tiny part of you, that intuition, gut feeling, that knows that this is what you need. And that part of you knows that you can do it. Right? So let's listen to that gut feeling. Let's listen to that part of you. When that person bullied you or harassed you or insulted you, I really want you to hear this. It had nothing to do with you. Think about what kind of person would need to go around and say something like this to someone. Is that really the kind of person that you like? Is that really the kind of person that has your respect? Probably not. And we're going to go to call to action number one today. So this is a tough one, okay? So, you know, stick with me for a little bit and just see how this feels. The question for call to action number one is, is there anyone else in the world who might have the same thing as me that I'm insecure about, who seems to be totally fine with it? If it's your nose that you're insecure about, could there be anyone else in the world who might have the same nose as you who's fine with it? If it's about your age, you think you're too old to do this or too young to do this. Could there be anyone in the world who is that same age who's managed to do the thing that you're worried about? If you're insecure about your past, or maybe there are things about your past that you feel ashamed about, could there be someone on earth with the exact same thing that you've been through who's found a way to be okay with it and is at peace with it? Your income level. Are there people on earth who have the same income level as you and still they are happy and find a way to be okay with it? How about a body shape? Someone else on earth with your same body shape who is living it up. The reason I'm putting this as a journal question is to help you get outside of your own head. The thing is, when we have an insecurity about ourselves, we tend to hyper-focus on that insecurity and we start to project our own insecurity onto the world and believe that everybody is seeing our insecurity or we start to believe that this one thing about me, that's the only reason why I haven't been able to achieve X, Y, and Z. And it's just simply not true. Going back to what my ex-boyfriend commented on my body about, right? You know, I mean, I had to acknowledge to myself that no one has a perfect body. And there are lots of people who have similar body types as me, who have still found a way to find a loved one, who have still found a way to have their dream career and feel good about themselves, right? It's not about the body. It's not about my love handles. And I know that when I really love someone, I love everything about them, love handles and all. And because of that, I know that it's the same for me. That if it's the right person who truly loves me, that they will feel the same way about me, right? Now, for those of you who have pet cats or dogs, I mean, your dog or your cat probably isn't this model pet that you see, you know, on like the cat food commercials and stuff or at dog shows, right? Your pet might look like an average cat or dog, an everyday cat or dog, or they might have these quirks about them, or they might have spots somewhere. 
but I bet that you don't love your pet any less just because of these imperfections. You don't, right? And if you can love on your pet so much, if you could love your loved one so much, then you can absolutely do the same for yourself. You're just not used to it yet, but you can. So really think about this question and challenge yourself gently to think outside of your own head a little bit. Journal question number two is to separate the insecurity from the meaning that you attach to it. And get really honest with yourself. Is it really about your hair color or the shape of your thumbs or the spot on your tummy? Or is there a deeper feeling of not good enoughness that maybe comes from one of your core wounds? And definitely check out episode one, which is on core wounds. And also check out episode eight, which is all about having to be perfect. And when you think about the deeper meaning behind the insecurity, do a little thinking on that. Where does that really come from? Where does that deep sense of I'm not enough or I'm not worthy really come from? And your call to action journal question number three is that if your best friend in the world was the one that had your insecurity, how would you love them unconditionally anyway? What would you say to them? And how might you see that insecurity instead? Right? So again, get out of your own head. And if it's easier to think about it from someone else's perspective, imagine that it's your best, best friend in the whole world, someone that you love so dearly. And then you can start to practice that muscle of learning to love and throw, chuck love at those parts of you that need that extra tender loving care, that need that extra TLC. And guess what? That love needs to come from you, right? It's got to start from the inside out. The more you practice, the less awkward it will become and the more it will feel just like second nature. And I do want to say once again, I am so, so sorry that you had someone in your life at that one time that had to tear you down the way that they did because you didn't deserve it and you really deserve to be loved and accepted exactly the way you are because that's what's real, okay? What they told you was lies, right? It's not true. And I hope that starting today, you can start to see some of the truth in what really is. And it's the meaning that you can make of things and that you have a choice to do that as well, right? The choice is yours. You just have to reach out and grab it and do a little of the work. And as I said at the beginning of today, I've got that free five-day workshop coming up, right? It's called Anxious to Secure in just five days. If you're finally ready to take the plunge, start working on yourself and get some help along the way, please join me. And if you learned something from this episode, please, please take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at ByGloriaZang. I'd love to hear what your big breakthroughs were and your biggest takeaways. So thanks for tuning in today, everyone. I've got a special interview coming up in the next episode. So definitely stay tuned for that. I love you all. Thanks for listening. I believe in you. Now get cracking and get working on those journal questions. And I hope you find something today within yourself. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot. So thank you. 
To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or an entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!